Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, folks? Yeah, another week has rolled around, and we pretty much are back to business as usual. Uh, So, yeah, I have to say, again, apologies to those who were expecting an episode last week, and we did receive a few complaints about that. However, uh, we did so for good reason. Uh, As I say, we were in the middle of a period of national mourning here in the UK, And uh, we did want to pay our respects to a passing monarch, so hopefully that makes sense. Uh, We did get some messages of support, however, along with some negative ones, uh, but uh, it is what it is. We've made that decision, but we're now back. Episode 297, yeah, we're catching up, pretty much, is this week's topic. Uh, So we'll get into all of that first of all, but let's do our introductions then, shall we? It's been a wee while since we've done this. I'm actually sitting down and recording an episode. Uh, It seems to be for this last while since August. We've been running around, covering everything that we possibly could. There was a serious amount of content, all from the World Championships. I'm sure you've caught all of that now. Uh, Including the Belfast Tattoo, which happened as well. Yeah, there's been a lot of running around, covering things happening in the piping scene. So, yeah, it's just good to get back into this room again. Back into my old garage and this kind of rubbishy chair and (laughs) sitting here with a big script in front of me so yeah we're gonna get caught up but yes if this is your first ever big rab show podcast then you are welcome we are the show for the bagpiping folk reflecting everything in the bagpiping world be it celtic music folk music or indeed our bread and butter which is competitive piping and drumming each and every week we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the great highland bagpipe and its people So, yeah, don't forget, like every other uh, podcast out there, we do have a Patreon, and there's tons of great stuff up there on Patreon, actually. Lots of exclusive early accesses, exclusive interviews, performances, episodes of Rab Show Plus, and as well, possibly your favourite feature, which is our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show. So... If you do happen to miss our live radio show every week, then you can go over there to Patreon and download it each week. And, uh, yeah, listen to it at your leisure. Yeah, and a good majority of you do as well. So thank you Uh, to all of our Patreon faithful. You guys are awesome. Indeed. So do consider going over there to Patreon, clicking on support, and get your mitts on loads of extra piping goodness. Indeed. All right. Well, as I say, this week's episode, we are catching up. There's so much that has happened since we really kind of sat down and talked to you last. I think the last time we had a proper sit-down conversation uh, was the World's Wrap-Up podcast. Now, that was around the 17th of August, so that tells you how long ago that was. Um, So, yeah, we've got a lot to get through in this week's pod. So, forgive us if this one's going to be a bit of a lengthy one, but hi, we have to get there. And also, uh, apologies to those folks who are expecting uh, to have Rab Show live at Piping Live. Uh, That episode will be releasing very soon. Um, It is now currently available to Patreon subscribers. Shameless plug. Uh, So, if you do want to hear and see what happened at Piping Live uh, for the Rab Show, then definitely consider joining us on Patreon. Uh, But yeah, we do hope to bring that episode of the podcast out in the coming weeks. Indeed. Now, 
We'll talk about more future plans for ourselves in the Rab Show now as we're running through the winter months, but we'll get into everything else that's been happening here in the piping world. I have to say, it's kind of good to be back as business as usual, isn't it? Yeah. Now, I have to say, yeah, our email has been absolutely flat out since the world's, and it's been... I don't know, kind of hectic to try and keep up with it. So whenever we've been trying to put together listener mail for this week, I have to apologize. There's just been way too much. There's been so much commentary on previous episodes, uh, namely the Belfast Tattoo. There was a lot of great positive feedback following that episode. A lot of folks really seemed to enjoy it. That, so thank you. Uh, a lot of pe- people actually attended the Belfast Tattoo. And if anything, I managed to bump into the North Texas pipe major, Don Shannon, which was very random. Uh, But yeah, managed to bump into him at the Belfast Tattoo, Uh, along with a bunch of you as well who were just in the audience enjoying the show. I have to say it was a stellar, stellar event. And uh, yeah, as promised. So yeah, looking forward to next year's tattoo. Uh, so as soon as I hear more details on that, I'll definitely let you know. Uh, we've got a lot of commentary on the worlds, as you can imagine. There's been a lot of discussion about, you know, obviously all the Grade 1 results and how they all shook down. As well as following our world's wrap-up podcast, we did talk about some situations uh, which rapidly changed after we recorded our world's wrap-up podcast. And, um, yeah, we'll get into it now here at Listener Mail, will we? <clears throat> yeah, shortly after we recorded our world's wrap-up podcast, it came to light that there was a mistake made. <clears throat> yeah, quite a huge mistake, actually. Uh, there was a big uh, statement that was put out by Surla Pipe Band, uh, and yeah, telling us that there had been an error in the results. Yeah, now we picked this out whenever we were reading through the wrap-up thing. Even we thought it was strange. And then, sure enough, out came the statement then uh, from both uh, Surla Pipe Band and First Trin Boys Brigade and the RSPBA themselves. So reading this statement by Surla, which pretty much sums it up uh, perfectly, in my opinion. Uh, they said, earlier this afternoon, the band secretary received correspondence from RSPBA making them aware of an administrative error whilst calculating points for the World Pipe Band Championship's results. When this error was corrected, the points remain tied for first place, but the change in the ensemble results meant that the first Troon Boys Brigade move into first place on ensemble preference. Oh boy, and the piping world drew breath. Uh, So to ease the pain of this cataclysmic error, uh, the change uh, in the drumming points mean that Surla Pipan inherited the title of World Champion Drum Corps. So, yeah, and Surla said it themselves here too in their statement that their heart goes out to the First Troon Boys Brigade. They missed out on that opportunity of celebrating their win on the day and, you know, being able to march off the green as world champions, that was a bitter pill to swallow. And also, yeah, there's just, there's no winners here. Uh, You know, the error itself was extremely disappointing for all involved. Uh, But I have to say, full credit to RSPBA, who, as soon as they noticed the error, they came clean and went, hi, look, we've made a mistake here, hands up, and they apologized as well. And that's possibly the biggest part of this. RSPBA did come out with a public statement apologising for this error. They apologised to both bands, you know, and, and yeah, it just, I have to say, was handled 
so, so well. Uh, both by Serla and by First Troon, Boys Brigade is what I have to say. Both bands ha- handled it with great dignity. And uh, also, shout out to RSPBA as well. A full credit to them uh, for resolving this so quickly. As soon as it was noticed, uh, yeah, it was resolved right away. So, yeah. Very, very well handled. Uh, so to everyone involved in this quite horrible situation, well done to everyone involved there. And the gracious handling of this, I reckon. Now, I have to say, again, I, I know we do criticize RSPBA on occasion here on the show. And we also do criticize bands sometimes as well for, you know, getting at each other's throats at times. But uh, on this occasion... I think, yeah, that was an understanding all round that this was unpleasant for everyone and it was handled with such decorum and professionalism. Yeah, it was impressive. So well done to everyone involved there. Absolutely. So there you are. So yes, hope that kind of answers a lot of listener mail that we got following our world's wrap-up podcast saying, oh, Rob, you got it wrong. You got it wrong, mate. That was first true. Yes, we understand that now. Uh, But the podcast was recorded before all of that came out. So I hope that makes perfect sense. (laughs) So, yeah, we've got a load of listener mail all talking about the World Championships. And we'll get into some of our listener mail in later episodes. Some of the listener mail that we got actually suggested possible topics of the week for us to talk about. Um, especially in the wake of our World Championships this past year. And, yeah, we agree with a lot of our uh, listener mail come in. Some big topics to talk about after the Worlds. And, yes, I know, it's now near the end of September and we're still talking about the outfall of the World Championships. But, um, yeah, this was a World Championships for the ages, I would argue. Uh, So, yeah, we will still be talking about these topics now for the next few months. So be prepared for more Worlds talk, I guess. There you are. Alrighty, well, that's it for listener mail, I suppose. Uh, but thank you to everyone who sent in all of your listener mail and all the rest. We really do appreciate it. So, again, that email address, if you do want to get in contact with us, is bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Alright, now let's get into word of the week. We haven't done this in ages. <laughs> I feel we haven't done word of the week in forever. So, yeah. It's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. For... Ah, yes. This week's Word of the Week is four. (laughs) Now, I know technically four is a number... As, but, hey, bear with us, you know? Uh, so, yeah, why are we putting a number in here as Word of the Week? Uh, well, for good reason. Uh, just as we were recording this episode, uh, there was a, an announcement today, actually, saying that the music board have made a bit of a format change for Grade 1, especially when it comes to MSRs. And, um, yeah, the number 4 comes into play here. Now, this did cause a bit of confusion on my part, not going to lie. So I did ask the Rab Show team to kind of dumb it down and explain it for a drummer. And finally, I think I have it kind of sorted now. Yeah, what am I talking about? Well, there was a proposal and that by the board, uh, that was considered by the board of directors and they said it to go ahead with it. The music board suggested all of this. Uh, so, yeah, to cut a long story short. Grade 1 bands now have to submit one MSR with a maximum of four-parted tunes. 
Yeah. Now, this is where the tune was written originally as a four-parted tune. So you can't just pick a six-parted march or whatever and then just drop two parts. So, no, it has to be written as a four-parted tune. Then, as always, then you submit another MSR with a minimum of four parts. So that's the current format, I suppose. So they are limiting it from one regard. And so... Yeah, grade one bands now have to put their thinking caps on now and think of some real good four-parted tunes for an MSR. Now, it's not an earth-shattering change. I get that. Uh, But at the same time, we are hoping to see a little bit of a shake-up in tune selection now for MSRs. Over this last number of years, it's been pretty much the usual tunes that you would expect to hear in an MSR. There's been a lot of repeated tunes and performances over the last... I don't know, four or five years, I suppose. Well, grade one bands would normally like to break out a big, you know, six-parted reel or even a six-part march, whatever. I know that comes to mind. Um, <laughs> other tunes come to mind as well. Uh, we, yeah, it's one of those things where the big six-parted tunes come out and uh, we're normally well used to seeing them now at this point. So the music board and that are wanting to shake things up a little bit by limiting tunes to a maximum of four parts. And not just picking a six-parter tune and dropping two parts. Can't do that. It has to be originally written as a four-parter. So that could shake things up as well. An interesting idea. Yeah. Putting things to a maximum of four parts and then to a minimum of four parts. So hence, this week's word of the week, week which is four There you are. I wonder if Stu from the British Drum Co managed to guess it this week. I don't know if Stu's the only one that plays uh, Guess the Word of the Week. Uh, If anybody else out there plays Guess the Word of the Week, uh, please let us know. And let us know all, you know, as well, if you've managed to get it. You know, did you manage to guess it? Let us know. BigRabShow at gmail.com. But yes, this week's Word of the Week is for... There you are. Uh, so if you if you do want more information on what I'm wibbling on about, then go along to the RSPBA website. It's up there now uh, where they talk about this interesting change. And, uh, yeah, we've been t- talking about this now for a while. I think this was announced on the 18th of September. And, uh, yeah, ourselves in the Rap Show, we've been kind of talking about it in the back room for a while now and uh, saying how interesting this is and what possible tunes you could be selecting for an MSR and playing at a high level. And, uh, yeah. It's going to shake things up and be interesting. Interesting stuff. So there you go. That's it for Word of the Week. Now, it's been a while since we've had this feature, eh? Yeah, you guessed it. Welcome back to JD. It's time for the Weekly Drone. It's the Weekly Drone. Dear Weekly Drone, I'd like to drone about disappointing beer tents at Pipe Pan Championships in Scotland this year. At the British Championships in Gurick, patrons were herded into a small tent with adjacent fenced area with woefully inadequate bar facilities, even for the limited number permitted into the area by the officious security staff, who were only doing as instructed. Given this was the first major since 2019, it was a little predictable many would want to enjoy a relaxing drink and blether. Contrast this with the European Championships in Inverness. No fences, no bouncers, no interminable queues, and a variety of vendors to choose from. All very relaxed, mature, and enjoyable. Then came the Scottish in Dumbarton. A repeat of Gurick, with the added bonus of £6 per pint. Yep, £6. 
that is, if you were lucky enough to get into the sheep pen and then actually get served before mass bands. North Berwick, admittedly not a major, had a large relaxed tent with sensibly priced local beer, £4.50, and no queues. There were even tables and chairs. How grown up. Is this an RSPBA issue? Is it the requirements of the local licensing authorities? Does someone in the west of Scotland think pipe bands are full of unruly, violent binge drinkers? I very much hope the worlds will take the advice of Inverness and show some respect to our global and local visitors alike. Yours I. There you are. Some interesting thoughts there from our weekly droner and that uh, weekly drone did come into us just before the World Championships, so that was like a day or two before it actually happened. Uh, so I have to say, the beer tent at the Worlds uh, was nothing short of a success. Uh, I think there was actually a couple of beer tents, and uh, very popular, I have to say. Um, we even provided a beer tent report, both both on our on-the-ground reports. Uh, so, yeah... The supply of beer tents and the running of them, as to how much control the RSPBA have over such a thing, yeah, I'm not sure on that front. Yes, licensing does definitely come into it. Whenever we're talking about local council areas and stuff like that, they all have various different you know, laws and everything in place about the sale of alcohol on their property. Uh, so, mm, I don't know the full ins and outs of all of it, but I have been talking to, you know, organizers of such events in the past, and then they, you know, told me about organizing beer tents can be a real headache, I guess. And having to look at licensing and, you know, who actually administers the beer tent, is it a local bar, is it a local brewery, is it, you know, who does it, is the thing. Uh, So, yeah, it's a very interesting dilemma. And as for the control of pricing, as far as I understand, that's completely outside of the remit of RSPBA. Uh, they, yeah, they look after the piping and drumming competition. As for the vendors and how much they charge for a pint, I'm not sure they have much influence there in that regard. Uh, but yes, we do know that beer tents are pretty much an intrin- intrinsic part. I could just about talk. <laughs> they're a very important part of competitive piping and drumming we do understand that we've had that argument here on the pod before about whether we actually need beer tents or not uh, we have seen both positive and negative and you know sides of the argument there are those out there that say oh, you don't need them at all the focus should be on the music and the bands not the hanging out and drinking but then there is also the social element you know where people would like to enjoy a pint in the sunshine and have a laugh with their mates, you know? And that that's part of the whole piping and drumming scene is the social element of it as well as the competitive, I guess. So there is pros and cons to beer tents, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, ourselves in the Rab Show, we're not experts in this field, so maybe we will talk to an event organizer in future and hopefully answer some questions there, Weekly Droner. Uh, but we do know that whenever it comes to beer tents, RSPBA have very little control. All they really know is that They'll say either, yes, we want a beer tent, or no, we don't. And even sometimes they don't get that choice. Sometimes that even just comes down to the event organizer. In the likes of the World Championships, the event organizer would have been Glasgow Life. Uh, The RSPBA would have taken care of all of the competition elements and make sure they would have ran smoothly. But for everything else, like the port the catering, all of that sort of stuff would have fell to the company Glasgow Life. There you are. 
So that's why you pay your gate fees and your tickets and all that stuff to get through the gate. So Glasgow Life can help pay for all of that stuff. Yeah, hope that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, very interesting weekly drone and comments and stuff about the quality of beer tents. But as to how much influence RSPBA have, don't know. That remains to be seen. Uh, but I do think that, and you know, event organizers and all of that would definitely be a worthwhile topic, possibly here on the podcast, to talk about that. And the amount of sheer work that goes into organizing these events, even domestically. Like, we're not even talking about major championships here. Even the minors. They can be a real handful to put together. I know for a fact, banger competition, there was a massive team of people who worked very, very hard to get that event together. And it was a roaring success, in my opinion. And so, yeah, to other events as well on our domestic calendar can equally be a lot of work. And there's a big team of volunteers behind the scenes who make all of this magic happen. So, yeah, that's a possible topic of the week right there, I would argue. But, uh, yeah, if any of you out there have any knowledge on organizing these events and the amount of work that goes into them, please do get in contact with us. We'd love to talk to you about this and the organization of events and stuff. It's an interesting topic, you know. So our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you are. And if you would like to submit your own weekly drone, uh, which will present your feelings, warts and all, of course, yeah, <laughs> you can send them in to us. BigRabShow.com forward slash weekly drone. It's completely anonymous. There's no names, nothing attached to it. So no fear of recrimination. Uh, so there you are. BigRabShow.com forward slash weekly drone. There you are. Okay. Right, at this point, I think I'm going to take myself a wee break. I uh, got myself a bit of munchies here, actually. And then, yeah. We'll get into all the news and updates, of which there are plenty. Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement... And the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration. Proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. Ah, yes. Time for the news and updates and everything. Now, I have to admit, there's going to be way too much to pack in here, folks. All right. So I know for a fact that there's going to be stuff that we miss. And uh, yeah, I'm quite happy to receive those angry emails from people. So get them into us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. If there's anything we do happen to miss, then please do let us have it with both barrels. Oh, 
Rob, you didn't talk about my thing and this thing and the other thing and the other thing. And the, yeah, there's been weeks now since we've had a chance to sit down and have a good chat with you. So I, yeah, I have no doubt we're going to be missing loads of stuff. But uh, pretty much I'm going to go over all the, the news and updates really from over the past few weeks, I guess. Now, obviously, one of the biggest news stories that happened, of course, that, well, yeah, you've heard last week's podcast. We had the passing of Her Majesty the Queen. And, yeah, everything that happened following that with the bagpiping world was honestly breathtaking. The amount of pipers and drummers out there and the outpouring of sympathy and incredible tribute performances all across social media, it's just been like a big outpouring of love it's been absolutely fantastic i have to give full credit actually to uh pipe major paul burns who is the piper to the sovereign and i have to argue there was possibly billions of people around the world who would have seen his performances and uh yeah let's say he did not disappoint uh absolutely incredible well played pipe major paul burns of uh, the Royal Regiment of Scotland just absolutely played a blinder. It was so, I don't know, the words I would use as emotional, but I know I'm going to get stuck for that. But honestly, I think I do think that was quite a poignant moment when he initially played uh, Sleep, Deary, Sleep at the funeral uh, proceedings at Westminster Abbey. And then following that, he you know performed another... Uh, lament and everything as the you know the coffin was being lowered down and it was just oh i I just i just don't have words for it there was something about hearing bagpipes at that moment that just really it made it hit home for a lot of people and hearing the tone of the bagpipes played so well and just at that moment it was so poignant and yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I. I guess I'm not one of those people who are great with words. I guess even though I'm a broadcaster and I should be able to find them easily, uh, but no. Full credit to Pipe Major Paul Burns, who really did put on a stellar performance under immense pressure. Could you imagine knowing that there's millions, if not billions, of people watching you? Yeah, and wouldn't that be just the moment where a reed would fall under the bag or something? Or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Something terrible would happen. Uh, but no, absolutely stellar performance. And uh, also, I have to say to all of our military pipe bands who were involved in that as well, uh, shout out to the Four Scots and the Dragoon Guards and many others that were involved in that. Uh, of course, I'm missing people out and you're going to get angry at me. Uh, but I have to say... You know, the, the performances throughout the whole time during the period of national mourning and the actual funeral procession and that itself as well was just impeccable. And, you know, hearing, well, even one of the tunes that stands out to me was the, Misco- the Miscovered Mountains. And that was played on the march, which is one of the tunes I haven't really heard being played on the march like that before. Uh, but, hey, it's, I don't know. It was one of those moments, you know, whenever you were seeing everything starting off and you're seeing all of these officials standing in uniform and then suddenly here comes the pipes and drums and it just, oh, I I don't have words for it. And I'm sure you folks out there have possibly seen the footage by now and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Whenever the band struck in with all 200 pipers, it just, it stirred something, you know. Uh, it's intangible I think that's the word I want to use it's intangible whenever you have bagpipes being played 
at a huge moment like that, but being played so incredibly well, it, yeah, I don't know. It plucks at the heartstrings. It's intangible. <laughs> There's no other word for it. It just struck a chord, I guess. And uh, if anything, I have to say full credit to all of the musicians involved, uh, as well as I'm giving full credit there to Pipe Major Paul Burns, uh, but yeah, to everyone else involved there, uh, yeah, I think full credit to you all. Absolutely outstanding. There you are. So uh, to all of you as well who, you know, performed all around different local towns and, you know, villages even uh, for lots of different tributes and stuff to the monarch, I have to say there was a plethora of videos all over the place. One of which actually uh, grabbed a lot of attention was one that was filmed by the Ulster Scots Agency and that was Piper uh, Graham Harris. Uh, who played Flowers of the Forest there in Stormont and so at, at Parliament Buildings. It was just another one of those moments, you know? And this video, obviously, of Graham playing there at Parliament Buildings in Belfast just went absolutely viral and just was shared everywhere. And again, fantastic performance by Graham, you know? Again, under probably a lot of pressure, knowing that a lot of people will see this. Uh, so... Yeah, full credit to everyone who's been out, you know, performing and paying tribute. I think full credit to you all. All well-deserved and a huge round of applause. There you are. Well done. Okay, well, let's get into some other news then, shall we? Obviously, that was one of the biggest news stories to drop over this last few weeks, and we've been in that period of national mourning, and now that is behind us, and we're now running on into futures new, I guess. So let's, well, we've missed out on quite a bit of news, actually, that dropped. Uh, well, I have to give a mention to Grade 3 Ottawa Highlanders. Yeah. We put out an announcement announcing their brand new pipe major. Yeah. Brand new pipe major for Ottawa Highlanders. Did you guys catch this? Andrea Boyd has been confirmed as the incoming brand new pipe major. There you are. So just want to wish her well. Yeah, she joins lead drummer Mark Passmore at the Grade 3 band there. And yeah, we want to wish them the very best. There you are. So yeah, just wanted to pass that on. That was a little cheeky news story that dropped. Also, I have to say there was a couple of weddings and stuff that happened since we were last talking to you. Uh, one of which uh, was announced by People's Ford, Bog and Bathgate. Uh, yeah, with their pipe sergeant, Callum Watson, getting hitched. Yeah. So I have to say full congratulations to Callum and his new missus, the Mr. and Mrs. Watson. Congratulations, guys, on your nuptials. And also uh, there was an announcement there from Inverarian District as well, saying congratulations to the Coopers. The Coopers! Yeah, so oh, we were so happy to see this. And if anything, um, myself personally, I managed to meet uh, a few of the guys out of the the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band. Yeah, so it was good to run into those as well. So yeah, to Danielle and to Derek, full congratulations on your recent wedding you were celebrating here. And uh, yeah, I think you guys had a great time. There was a lot of photographs, a lot of selfies taken. And a lot of the guys from Inverary were there all celebrating together in the nuptials uh, of the Coopers. There you are. Congratulations, guys. Right, on to the next little news story. Now, I have to say, there's been a ton of bands out there recruiting, and we'll get to all of that. Uh, I have to say, Mid-Argyle Pipe Band are looking for a new lead tipper. Yeah, the band are, you know, progressing, heading into their first season in Grade 3B. Uh, so they are in the lookout now, looking for a brand new lead tipper. So if you are interested in picking up that role with Mid-Argyle, then now's your opportunity. There you are. Go and jump at it. Contact them at Argyle on their socials and everything. All the usual points of contact. And, uh, yeah, just let them know that you're interested in the role. And I'm sure they will, uh, yeah, 
talk to you. Uh, now, I have to say that we're talking about regratings and everything. This happened over this past while as well. RSPBA put out an announcement on the 11th of September of a bunch of bands all being regraded. Now, these were all bands that were all moving up in the world. There was no... There was no downgrades here, which was unexpected. Uh, but, uh, hey, it's good to see you at the same time. So, we love a good hashtag list here in the Rab Show, so let's have a look at it. Moving from Novice B to Novice A, we have the High School of Dundee, St. Columbus School, Kilcullen, there you are. We have North Lanarkshire Schools and Edinburgh Academy, all moving up to Novice Juvenile A. And then from Novice Juvenile up to Juvenile, we have Dollar, Dollar Academy. We have George Harriet Schools, George Watson's College, then our Novice Band, and we have West Lothian Schools. There you are. Interesting stuff. Uh, on to grade 4B and to 4A, we have Kilbarkin. Go on, Kilbarkin! Now, we were sort of expecting that. Uh, also, First Troon Boys Brigade as well, of course, lifting that world title, so they're up a grade into 4A. Shout out to Surla and District as well, taking a step up to 4A. Yes, after quite a strong season from Surla, so well done yeah, getting upgraded to 4A. And also, Troon Blackrock have been upgraded to grade 4A, and this is by request. Yeah, so there you go. Shout out to Troon Blackrock, uh, wishing you well there in grade 4A. Yeah. Now, out of all of the upgrades, there's one that really did come as a surprise to us, and that was Kildog. Kildog Pipe Band, we were expecting to get upgraded out of grade 4A into 3B, but no. No, they're getting upgraded to grade 3A. Yeah, they're skipping a step. (laughs) So from 4A to 3A. Wow, that's quite a jump. Um... We weren't expecting that. Uh, we were absolutely expecting Kildog to get that step up to 3B, but uh, seeing it written here in black and white up to 3A, whew, that's quite a jump. Uh, so, hey, we're not saying that you're not capable. Absolutely not. We do think that, yeah, definitely you could jump into 3A and fight it out with the best of them. Uh, but that is still quite a jump, you know, from 4A to 3A. Yeah, good luck, guys. That That, that is, yeah, hmm. A period of adjustment there for Kildog, but no doubt you will rise to the challenge. I have absolutely no doubt. Uh, then, making the jump then from 4A to 3B, uh, this is the, the jumps that we pretty much were expecting. Lower Clyde's Pipes and Drums make the jump from 4A to 3B, and Brisbane Boys College from Australia make the jump from 4A to 3B. As expected, really. We did expect those to happen. Uh, now, from making the jump from 3B to grade 3A, we have the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards making the jump to 3A. We also have Ebrador, Pit Lockery, and Blair Athol getting upgraded. Yeah, pretty much expect that too. And we have the Major Sinkler Memorial taking that step up to 3A as well. Not bad. Yeah, so I have to say, again, these moves pretty much were expected. All three bands there all had very strong seasons. So, yeah, that's pretty much in the cards, I reckon, for those guys. So, yeah, good luck to you all. Then we have one final upgrade, and that was Johnstone uh, making the jump from 3A up to grade 2. Yeah, so now we're going to have a Johnstone in grade 1 and in grade 2. There you are. So, uh yeah, that makes the new sort of layout for bands for future competitions to be an interesting one. We've already argued that Grade 2 is already incredibly competitive, and adding Johnstone to the mix will make it even more difficult, we would argue. Um, I would say the Grade 3A is shaping up to be quite an interesting one, especially with Kildog in the mix there, and with the Royal Scott Dragoon Guards, Ebrador, and the Major Sinkler. 
that's going to be a tight grade there in the 3A next season, we would argue. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, a lot of interesting moves there with regards to regrading and everything. So, And again, for full information, you can go and check that out. It's on the RSPBA site right now. You can go and read the full details at length. There you are. Now, uh, as far as any other moving and shaking, yes, we do know that that was the first meeting with regards to grading changes. And that may well be more uh, as more meetings happen, I guess, before the season kicks off good and proper next year. Uh, so this is not the final list. There may well still be some moving and shaking. We do know that bands you know, can move by request, as we've just heard there earlier, uh, but they also can appeal. And sometimes bands can throw an appeal in and say, no, I don't think we're ready for the upgrade or even the downgrade. It, you know, maybe they don't want downgraded and want to keep in there. They can appeal that decision. So I guess we'll have to wait and see how it all shakes down before everything kicks off in May next year. There you are. We'll see how that goes. All right, now I have to give a mention here about the World Solo Drumming Championships. Yes, the World Solos are fast approaching, actually, for the drummers. And just to remind you, if you're listening to the pod right now and you're wanting to compete at the Worlds, your closing date is the 23rd of September. So we're recording this on the 21st, so you've only a couple of days now from the date of recording. Uh, Yeah, you haven't got long. 23rd of September is the closing date, so make sure you get your paperwork in before that date and avoid disappointment if you want to compete at the world solos now we do know that following the passing of her majesty the queen there was a decision made by you know the joint committee and everything uh, between rspba and the ipba to postpone the all ireland solos now that was disappointing for a lot of folks who had put in a lot of work preparing for the event and it's you know it's yeah it's one of those things i guess But, yeah, it was postponed, and we are still waiting on details of the revised dates for the All-Ireland Championships. So as soon as we know what those dates are, we'll definitely let you folks know. Uh, But, yeah, just hang tight for now. Anyone who had prepared for the All-Ireland Solos, your work is not wasted. Uh, The All-Ireland Solos are still happening. They're not cancelled. They're just postponed. Uh, So... Yeah, I guess watch this space. As soon as we get a date for them, we'll definitely let you folks know about the All-Ireland Solos. So that's to come. There you are. Right, I have to talk about... uh, There's been a plethora of great composing happening, actually, and a lot of great tunes being composed in tribute uh, following the passing of Her Majesty the Queen. Uh, There was one such tune that was sent to us that was composed by Robert Watt, and this was called Beloved Balmoral which was just simply an incredible tune. Now, we've shared this out, of course, on the Rab Show social media, so you can go and have a watch at it, where Robert actually plays the tune. Uh, But we also have the sheet music for it as well, so if you are interested, it's it's quite an interesting 68 March. Very catchy, actually. Beloved Balmoral, it's been a bit of a hit, actually. A lot of people sharing it around on social media, saying this is a great tune, and it really is. So shout-out to Robert Watt, who composed this, of course, in memory of Her Majesty the Queen, uh, so, yeah, entitled Beloved Balmoral. Go and check that out. Quite an interesting tune. If, I could, if anything, I've been listening to it now for quite a while. It's Yeah, it's one of those tunes that sticks in your head, you know. Anyway, go and check that out and shout out to Robert Watt. Quite an amazing tune. Fantastic stuff. So, I'm about to get into shameless plug territory, right? Now, you're going to have to bear with me because you know I love a good shameless plug. Uh, but I have to talk about the National Piping Centre. They have been... 
working furiously this last while. It seems to be every single week there's something new from the National Piping Centre. And, uh, hi, full credit to them. <laughs> They've been churning out the goodness. Um, I have to give a special mention, actually, to their YouTube series that they're doing at the moment. Uh, there's a new episode every single week, and it's called The Piping Show. They're now currently in episode 8, and uh, definitely consider going and checking that out. Yeah. The Piping Show, each and every week they have a history segment on there. They have a news and update segment, plus an interview and a performance as well each week. And definitely go and have a look at that. National Piping Centre on YouTube. Go and give them a subscribe and all of that. Uh, The Piping Show, each and every week. I've been really enjoying it, so full credit to them. I know how difficult producing a podcast is, never mind a video show like this, so... Yeah, absolutely full credit to them. Yeah. So there you go. Go and check that out. National Piping Centre on YouTube and The Piping Show. Uh, I have to mention as well, at the National Piping Centre, their evening classes are returning on Monday the 26th. So this is both for in-person and for online tuition as well. Uh, so these courses are 10 weeks long. And for full information, of course, you can register for these classes through the National Piping Centre's website, so you can go and do that. Uh, Also, they want me to plug or mention, of course, the Scotland on Tour, which is currently happening at the moment. Uh, Let me see, Thursday the 22nd, which is a couple of days from now, uh, Fiona Kennedy is actually hitting the stage. And then, of course, on Friday 23rd, for us piping fans, we have Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton. Yeah, so go along to the Scotland on Tour website, and you can grab tickets for that as well. Also, I have to mention, uh, yeah, Thunderstruck. The play is coming to the National Piping Centre. Yeah, so for those of you who haven't caught the show yet, and uh, I don't know why you wouldn't have at this point, or unless you're like me, stuck here in Northern Iron. Uh, but yeah, Thunderstruck, the play, is coming to the National Piping Centre on the 13th and 14th of October. So tickets are available through the National Piping Centre website if you are interested in catching Thunderstruck. So that, that date again, 13th and 14th of October. Yeah. Now, we're talking about October. Of course, uh, the adult gathering uh, for the National Piping Centre is happening on the 31st of October through to the 3rd of November. And, uh, yeah, they've announced all of their tutors, which includes Ross Ainsley, uh, Margaret Dunn, Connor Sinclair, Dan Nevins, Wilson Brown, Andrew Bova. So many involved. I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm missing people out now, but... There you are. If you're interested in taking part in their adult gathering and taking advantage of all the incredible tuition on offer there, again, details are available on the National Piping Centre website. There you are. So, now, if maybe you don't fall into the category for the adult gathering, there is a junior gathering. And this this is for pa- uh, young pipers age 17 plus, I guess. So, this is from the 17th to the 20th of October. There you are. So, again, for all of these gatherings and all of this information that I was just talking about there, all of it is all available now on the National Piping Centre's website. I would urge you to go along, take a read at it. There's a lot of great information up there and uh, definitely worth going and checking all of that out. So full credit to everyone there at the National Piping Centre. They're furiously working away at such great ideas. Full credit to you all. Fantastic. All right. Okay, I have to give a mention to... Katie, the Wheeled Piper. Now, for those of you who managed to catch our interview there on a previous on-the-ground report from ourselves uh, at the Worlds, where we managed to get catching up with Katie. Uh, well, Katie is now running a bit of a GoFundMe. Uh, well, she's actually running a GoFundMe for a very good reason. 
And uh, yeah, we want to draw attention to it. We've shared out all the links and everything, of course, of where you can go and donate money and help Katie. Uh, she's fundraising. Uh, we've already heard how bagpiping is her life and everything. Uh, well, she's now basically explaining to us that her wheelchair is restricting her access to various different Highland games. You know, whenever you go and try and put a wheelchair on some of our competitive fields, we know how grass can be wet and boggy, stony. It can be quite difficult for access for folks in wheelchairs. Well, Katie, the wheeled piper, is running a bit of a GoFundMe to possibly buy an updated chair so she can have better access to these events. That will be able to better handle the grass and rough terrain and stuff like that that you'd find at various Highland games. So if you are interested in donating, and let's face it, why wouldn't you? A fiver, a tenner, a twenty, a fifty note wouldn't do any harm. So go and check that out. We've shared it all out there on the Rab Show social media, of course. And shout out to Katie the Wheel Piper. I do wish you well in your fundraising efforts. Uh, definitely a very worthwhile cause. Because we do want to see Katie in that competitive circle. And uh, yeah, anything we can do to help with that regard... Yeah, absolutely. So if it means, you know, getting a new updated chair for her, then absolutely we want to help support those efforts. So there you are. Go and check that out. As I've said, we've shared all that out in the Rab Show socials. Go and uh, donate if you can, indeed. Now, I have to give a bit of a another shameless plug, I know. But yes, I am giving a shameless plug to Derry Clavin. Derry Clavin! Derry Clavin Pipe Band are celebrating 100 years on the road. And uh, they're actually, well, they're having a concert, right? But not only that, but they're also, they're holding a book launch at this as well. Yeah, apparently there's going to be a book launch celebrating the centenary of the band. Now, there was, uh, let me see, there, there was a, a CD purchased celebrating their 90th year on the road. But now that they're 100 years on the road, they're now producing a book. So, yeah, this is quite interesting. So for those of you wanting to attend the concert, it's going to be held in the Ardoan Theatre. This is going to be on the 14th of October, and tickets are £12.50. You can get them through the Ardoan Theatre box office. So ardoan.com, go and check that out, or even check out any of the Derry Clavin uh, posts on social media. They've been advertising it this last while. So definitely going to be worth checking that out. There's going to be a folk group there called Elbowed Elbowed Out. Of course, you're going to have Derry Clavin Pipe Band as well. And various other artists. So so, yeah, it's going to be quite an interesting night. Packed full of music. So there you are. Shout out to Derry Clavin. Celebrating 100 years on the road. Round for mana. Not bad at all. Shout out to Derry Clavin. All right, I have to give a mention to, yeah, BBC Radio Ulster Northern Ireland. And no, I'm not going to talk about Kindra and my own show. I have to give a shout to Mark Wilson. Yeah, good mate of ours, of course, and the uh, presenter of Pipes Drums on BBC Radio Ulster. Yes, it has returned triumphantly. Pipes Drums is back. now. So, yeah, can you please go over there to Radio Ulster and have a listen to Mark Wilson's return show? It's such... Oh, it's just so good to hear Pipes Drums back on the air again. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, we do understand that Pipes Drums, uh, they run on a limited run. So that's like, I don't know, four, eight, 12 weeks maybe. I don't know, in the year, something like that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it is a limited time where Pipes Drums is on the air. Uh, so whenever it is on the air, I would urge you to please go over there and support it. Go and have a listen. And it's just awesome to see Piping and Drumming and the BBC. Uh, so do what you can uh, to give Mark Wilson a shout there on Pipes Drums and give them all a listen. Absolutely. There you are. 
Okay. Now, I am aware that uh, we neglected to talk about Pleasanton and the Pleasanton Games. Now, I have it on good authority who won what and all of that. And ourselves on the Big Rab Show here, we will be releasing an episode of Rab Show TV all about it. So... Yeah, if you are interested in some of our coverage from Pleasanton, that is to come. Yeah, we did get a few questions about that, asking us, Hey, why aren't you talking about Pleasanton? Yeah, we will talk about Pleasanton. We have an episode of Rab Show TV, which will be dropping very soon, actually, on our YouTube channel. Uh, so be sure to check that out. I have to give a shout-out to Eric Evanhouse, who is an absolute legend, by the way. Eric Evanhouse, you legend! Yeah, Eric managed to point a camera at a whole dose of bands for us and brought us all sorts of incredible footage from Pleasanton. So thank you, Eric. And uh, yeah, that'll be a future episode of Rab Show TV. So that's to come. So if you haven't yet subscribed to us on YouTube or all of that sort of stuff, then please do uh, so you don't miss that episode of Rab Show TV when it drops uh, from the Pleasanton Games. There you are. Okay, there's been a bit of interesting moving and shaking, I guess, down under in Australia. Yeah, the Western Australian Police Pipe Band put out an announcement saying that their pipe major, Alistair McLaren, he's moving on. Alistair's moving on. Yeah, he's departing the band at the end of October. He'll be taking up a new post as the head of, of pipe band at PLC Perth. Yeah, so Wapal are unfortunate. Yeah, they're sorry to see him go, but they do wish him well in his new endeavour. And um, yeah, as far as I'm aware, Walpole are actually in the middle of, you know, promoting their upcoming concert called Superfly. Uh, so I think that's still to happen, still to take place. So I think from that regard, Alistair is still going to be taking the band on stage as part of these upcoming concerts. Uh, I think there's two performances in total. Uh, so, yeah, these concerts are still happening. So if for those folks out there who are wondering, <gasps> right, there's no PM now. Oh, is the performances happening? Yes, they are. Uh, so Alistair staying in position until these two concerts are finished. And then after that, he's going to be parting ways and heading for his new post, at PLC Perth. There you are. Uh, so, yeah, for those interested then, uh, there is a position at Wapol. The Western Australian Police Pipe Band are now looking for expressions of interest for any pipers with the necessary experience. So, yeah, if, if you're interested in employment and all the rest for pipe major role at Wapol, now is your chance. There you are. You can email them, of course, darren.king at police.wa.gov.au or you can contact Wapol through their social media and I'm sure they'll point you all in the right direction of how to apply for the role. So there you are. I want to wish Alistair the very best. Um, so, yeah, moving on to Pastures New uh, as head of Pipe Band at PLC Perth. Yeah, wish you well, Alistair. And, yeah, we're going to have to get him back on for another show. Yeah. Because if anything, I want to hear how he got on at the Edinburgh Tattoo. There was tons of photographs of Alistair and everybody there at uh, you know, that the band and everything involved there at the Edinburgh Tattoo. It just seemed to be quite a successful event all round. Like huge, huge crowds at the Edinburgh Tattoo this year and uh, quite a good showing from the pipes and drums, by the way. A lot of great feedback from that and a lot of great piping and drumming. On offer as well. So well done to Edinburgh, everybody at Edinburgh, by the way. And uh, yeah, shout out to Alistair as well. For, and moving on to his new role, indeed. Alrighty, moving on to another little news story then. So I have to give a, another shameless plug uh, to a good friend of the show, actually, Ross Miller. Uh, for those of you who've been following Ross's career for as long as we have, you do know that he can put on a blistering live performance. Well... Ross Miller has released a whole dose of live performances on his YouTube channel and on his social media as well. So 
Yeah, one for you Ross Miller fans to check out. I did want to draw your attention to it, because uh, there might be some folks out there that might have missed it. So if you're not subscribed to Ross Miller Music on YouTube, or even on following, it, following him on social media, please go and check them out. There's some blistering videos up there of the Ross Miller bands. Now, there's Ross himself, plus you have a fiddle player, drummer, guitar player, keyboardist, even boron player. That's just, yeah, that's fantastic. It's really, really good. Uh, so... Yeah, full credit to Ross Miller and uh, this fantastic Ross Miller band he has behind him. Go and check that out. It's up there now. And uh, yeah, take it from me. That's well worth your time to go and check that out. All right. Also, in front of us, I have to mention the Glenfiddich Championships is fast approaching. That's going to be happening on the 29th of October. Uh, for those of you interested in getting tickets for it, of course, they are available right now. The pipingcenter.co.uk forward slash Glenfiddich. Now, yeah, that, that is also for in-person uh, where you can get a package. I think you can get like in-person tickets as well as tickets to the Cayley as one package kind of thing. You don't have to buy them separate or like me. Who's going to be stuck at home, I suppose. Yeah, you can buy the online live stream tickets for that. I have to say, the quality of the live stream for the Glymphitic is second to none. Uh, so, yeah, that's one of my highlights every year to watch the Glymphitic each year. So go and check that out. Yeah, it's on the, the Pipe and Centre website where you can go and grab tickets for that. Now, I also know that the Australian Nationals is coming up as well. Uh, so... Yeah, we are waiting to see information on possible live streams and stuff like that. So, yeah, as soon as we have more information on live streams and all of that, and where you can actually go and watch the Australian Nationals, if that's even a thing, then uh, definitely we will let you guys know. So be sure to be following us on Rab Show social media. We will be doing what we can to keep across all of that. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I really wanted to say on that front with regards to the Australian Nationals. Uh, I know it's ahead of us, so it's, it's coming up soon. It's coming up soon. Okay, also wanted to give a shout to the UK Adult Solos, which took place during the, uh, yeah, the Belfast Tattoo, which did kind of get swept under the rug for us a little bit. But I have to say, all the performances now from those UK solos uh, for the drummers is now all up there now on the YouTube channel for RSPBA Northern Ireland. Yeah, so shout out to them. Publishing videos of performances, uh, unexpected, but definitely well received. So, yeah, go and have a look at that. UK solo performances, all the drummers are all up there now on their YouTube channel. Definitely go and have a look at that. Now, I do know that I mentioned there a while ago that I was going to start talking about all the bands that were recruiting. All right. Now, whenever I'm looking at this, this is basically a huge hashtag list. It's massive. All right. Now, I don't want to sit here and read a hashtag list to all of you. All I really want to do is kind of remind you all of the Big Rab Show matchmaking service. Hey, did you like the way I worked in that wee plug there? Yeah, the Big Rab Show matchmaking service is definitely in full flow. Uh, We've actually managed to match up um, how many different drummers now? Yeah, there's been two drummers and I think three pipers right now uh, who have found their way into a competing band. Uh, thanks to ourselves doing a bit of digging and trying to find bands who are recruiting. There's just way too many to mention, folks, honestly. Uh, both here in Northern Ireland, Scotland and around the world, bands are constantly in recruitment mode. So if you're listening to the pod right now and you're thinking, ah, do you know, I want to get back out playing again. I think I'll lift that wee chanter and have a tune. Or maybe lift that pair of sticks and... Have a wee batter and see how it goes and get back in the circle and I might catch the buzz again. Uh, Well, let me tell you, yes, you will absolutely catch the buzz again. Uh, But yeah, if you have no idea where to go or even where to start looking for a band that's near you or even one that in a grade that might suit you or 
anything like that, then please do get in contact with us ourselves, The Big Rab Show. We do take a lot of time and trying to match people up with bands and vice versa. If your band is recruiting and, yeah, you would like to have more members in your ranks, then please do let us know and we'll put the word out. Or even at that, we'll add you to our list. So if anyone does contact us looking for a band, then we can match you up. The Big Rab Show matchmaking service. That's what it's all about. It's not a it's not a dating service, as some people have suggested. Um, <clears throat> no, definitely not a matchmaking service from a dating perspective. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's what we're hoping to do. Match pipers and drummers up with the bands out there and vice versa. So yeah, if you are interested in playing at all, then definitely consider doing that and contacting us on The Rab Show. Now, I have to talk about the Young New Zealand Piper of the Year competition is happening. It's Yeah, it's fast approaching, actually. Uh, let me just check the dates on it here. Yes, it's the 1st of October. Yeah, so the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year uh, event is happening again. And ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, we will be live streaming it all. Oh, yeah, baby! Yeah, we're going to be live streaming everything from the Young Piper of the Year from New Zealand. Uh, so, yeah, dead excited about that, actually. So, yeah, of course, we will be sharing out details of how you can tune in to the live stream and such. Uh, so, uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that one. Looking forward to that. So, yeah, again, full details of the upcoming Young New Zealand Piper of the Year will be available on the Rab Show social media, Facebook, Twitter, and all that stuff, and uh, where you can tune in. Looking forward to that. So that's happening on the 1st of October. Fun, fun, fun. Okay, well, yeah, as I've said, I have absolutely no doubt that there is bound to be tons of news stories out there that we haven't covered. Uh, so, yeah, please send in your angry emails to us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Uh, or even if there's anything that you believe we should talk about and we haven't been, then please do it again. Get in contact with us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you are. Right. I think that's pretty much uh, enough time spent with all the news and updates. We could be here all day talking about this, but we have to mosey on and get into this week's topic of the week, which, as you guessed it, is catching up. Yeah, but pretty much that's what we're doing. We're catching up with everything. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The Basin Tenors now come with Georgian Oak Hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing, and feel amazing. 
McClelland Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClelland from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Ah, yes, what a good cup of tea that was, absolutely. And uh, yeah, this episode this week is called Catching Up, and for good reason, because honestly, it does feel like forever since I've been able to sit down and just have a good blather with you all, you know what I mean? Just to sit down and have a good old chat. Now, there's a good reason for it, and uh, yeah, we're catching up on everything. There's there's so much that's happened this last while, it's kind of ridiculous. And uh, where I want to start, actually, there was uh, a bit of a conversation that ourselves on the Rab Show here had recorded uh, with Gary Smith. Yeah. You guys might well know that name. Of course, Gary Smith is the fellow who organises the Kids with Cancer charity event. Well, Gary recorded a brief conversation with ourselves there a few weeks ago, and it's only now that we're getting the opportunity to bring it to you. So, yeah, that's our fault. Apologies for that. Uh, so, yeah, here's Gary, actually, in a quick conversation and some interesting updates with regards to the Kids with Cancer charity event. So, welcome to the podcast, Gary Smith. How are you, Gary? Are you well? Hi, good, Rob. Thank you. Good, good. Just about recovered after this season. It's been a bit of a hectic season, I suppose. <laughs> it was, I, you know, it was, it was uh, obviously less competitions, which some people think is a good thing and some people don't, but uh, mm. still that there, it was still, it's, well, it's a competition, it's a competition, um, and you still want to try and do your best, so there's still a wee bit of pressure, but That's no, it. it was enjoyable, it was enjoyable. Yeah, that, if anything, we were just chatting just off, Mike, there about things just returning again. It's, it's good to see it back in general, isn't it? Well, it certainly is. You know, obviously with the tattoo last weekend, um, they're back again, again, which is just another small step for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be a hard workers' practice and hopefully back out full full steam next year again. Yeah, that's it indeed. Full steam is right with a full calendar ahead of us next season, possibly. So it'll be every weekend then. Ah, well, anyway, away from complaining about lack of <laughs> lack of free time next year, um, I have to ask you then about the Kids with Cancer charity event. I have to say, this past year, Gary, was a roaring success, man. I think, what was the total again that you guys managed to raise so far? Uh, it's nine, nine and a half thousand. Uh, it was last year, I have raised 48,800 in total. Wow, that so, is something else. Oh, well done, Gary. That's amazing. Pretty good there, you know. So, um, in fact, that's very, that's very good. Obviously, one of those was was the online with yourself and, and Andrew. Oh, did yeah, the, yeah. Bulk of the work. Um, yeah. So, aye, that's, 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 that's good. That's good. Absolutely. So, well, I have to ask you then, have you any plans to return then for 2023? Yes. Yes. Back. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Nice. So again, is this an, another in-person event then in Cookstown, or yep. back in the Royal Hotel again on uh, Saturday, the fourth of March? Oh, see, right. Okay, excellent. 
Well, I have to ask you then, um, have you any details in the lineup at all that you can give us? Or Yes, the lineup's almost complete, but I could give you one because it's, oh. not, it's, not, it's not fully complete. I prefer to just leave it till it's all ready, all singing and dancing, but I will give sure. you one. Go ahead. Fred Morrison. Away. You've got the legend that is Fred. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I nearly yeah. swore there. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, Fred has uh, Fred has agreed. We're trying to get him for um, this year's concert, but um, dates were dates were available um, that suited them. Mm. So um, that's that's why we're it's the fourth of March. That's that's the one that suits him. So uh, I'm trying to get back to the February date as close as possible. I think it's a, it's a good mm. time of the year with very little else happening. Absolutely, um, yeah. So, um, that date suits Fred. He's happy enough. So. There wow. we go. There's for all the, all the all the papers. You know. Oh, here. I, 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 myself, I, mean, I think he's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, he puts on an incredible show, Gary. And sometimes it's not even the music he plays; it's the it's the stories he tells in between the tunes. Do you know what I mean? That's incredible. Not being down, not being a real stick in the mud here, but as I say, the rest of it is more or less sorted. Um, mm. But. I always, I always went to the the world solos to see if we could get any of our young ones or anybody from Northern Ireland or Ireland here can yes. maybe do well at the world solos, and then we'll give them their wee their fifteen minute spotlight. Oh, of course, uh, yeah. But after that, Rob, yeah, you'll you'll have me again. I'll give you the exclusive of, of what the what the full lineup is. You know, oh, that so. sounds good. Well, if anything, for people looking tickets and stuff, well, you already know Fred's coming, so that's worth the price of admission <laughs> right there. I have to say. Uh, so for tickets and stuff, Gary, do we know about ticket sales and that at the moment? Or how folks can get their hands on them yet? Are they out yet? No, we'll, we'll not worry about anything at Rob Tall. Well, probably guess here, if, if people want to pay £20 to watch Fred, well, then they'll maybe have to pay £50 to watch all the rest. But there you, you know? go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be the same, same, same setup, just um, whatever, whatever the full lineup's released and all mm. like that. People want to contact myself. Um, as I say, this year we did try to, another fellow tried to get um, different bits and pieces you know, uh, to take take all that hassle away from me. But mm. you know yourself, there's there's always the companies that take percentage off your off your ticket sales. There you is, know, yeah. No way I'm going to put that on to the public to try and cover that. No. So we're just, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a headache, but mm-hmm. a good headache to have because you're, you're chasing your tail trying to make sure everybody's, on that sheet to, to come in the door, you know, and yeah. if getting the people in the door, well, then it'll be totally pointless, you know. Uh, so that's it, indeed. Far, so I'm a great believer of it. Some of us not broke, don't try to fix it. There you, you are. Know? Perfect guy. Yeah. So I have to say, I'm really looking forward to this event now. I always do, but you know, I'm a massive Fred Morrison fan. So come on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's smashing. So give us the date again, then, Gary, just to remind folks, when is it? Saturday, the 4th of March. There you go. I'll actually make a note of this here in my calendar just now. I'm talking yeah. about it. You know, so there you go. It's actually, it's actually a big date on here because there's a birthday in this house here. It's not mine. All right. It's okay. Also, oh, it's not the weaker. So just leave that for you, Dave. There you go. That'd be a bit of a, a double celebration then, I suppose. Yeah. There you go. A busy um, weekend. So they are. And also, um, mm-hmm. this is very early stages of planning at the moment, but I'm also trying to have some kind of. 
let's see, what was the best way to put it? As, as to try and advance the, the junior pipers, drummers, tenor drummers, bass drummers, drum majors, um, mm-hmm. 16 under, either yeah. on the Friday night or on the Saturday, and what are the, what are the schools in Cookstown, some of the primary schools in Cookstown. Wow. Um, they're going to come in, play in front of, um, it's not to say an adjudicator, because an adjudicator is not actually adjudicating them, but they're going to play in front mm-hmm. of someone. Just with them and their their uh, their tutor, and then right. we get feedback feedback from their players or from from the, the person yeah. who's. There so, you go. That sounds like a really good idea. Like to, to give these new mus- musicians like feedback on their playing and hopefully help improve them. Really, yeah. Well, that's that's it. You know, it's uh, we all know. I've tried. I've sourced this here a couple of times, and I know. It's, it's hard. It's hard to, to get it all battened down and get it to work properly because I don't think it's happened anywhere in the world. Everybody's so involved in the first, second, and third, and who's laughing? Yeah, that the actual I results think. of yeah. I, I mm-hmm. don't like. I, I've judged a few times, and you hit they be putting wee Jimmy or wee Seamus or wee Johnny down last year or things like that. There, so you just yeah. think so. Can we do something just to try and improve all the playing hmm. for all the years? You know, so. Um, but as I say, it's that's what the plans is. It's just getting it put into into production here at the moment. Is um, right. well, should, I'm hoping that'll be sorted within the next two or three weeks because I want to try and get that out of the road and that set in stone that basically we can we can mm. get that sorted. No, oh, um, fantastic. Well, keep me across that guy. That certainly sounds like a really interesting idea and something that could be of great value for those young players. Absolutely, well, I think it would. You know, it's as I say, like. For no, for we'll try and keep it sixteen and under, um, mm. just for this year, um, and see, see how it goes. It's like everything else, you know. Okay, your tutor's working with you two nights a week or whatever it is, or if it's your mum and dad at home or, or whatever. Yeah. But a fresh, fresh person will tell you, you know, something some similar, but just mm. a different, way, you know. Um, sometimes it helps. Different face, different voice. It does you know, definitely, yeah. And even removing that pressure of competition and needing to win. Yeah. You know, exactly. that that's a big deal. So being able to turn up and actually just do the business without all that pressure, it would mean the world to some people. Well, I, I would, it would certainly would, you know, and like that was one of the things which I remember whenever all the, the X World champions and drummers were across, you know, a good, good yard to Gordon, Brian yeah. and Jim and Stephen, different different fellows, and even like Barry was the first one to brought up. Mm. The thought of just getting on stage and playing and enjoying it. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as you know, or you know, it's not like a solo competition, or it's not like this. It's not like you've nothing, you've nothing to lose. You're just mm-hmm. you're getting up and you're playing, you're performing. It makes it so much easier for them, more relaxed. Yeah, uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as it might even make the performance a bit better. See know? that? Absolutely, yeah. You know, so. That's a cracking idea, Gary. So yeah, I'd definitely be behind that. And I'm sure listeners of the show here right now would think that's a great idea too. So do you think this will be the first of many if you can get it off the ground, do you think? Oh, well, I'm, I'm trying to get a lot of it sort of out between um, before the All-Ireland Solos. Um, right, yeah. So chat to, obviously, some of the ones who's in the wee junior, you know, the wee drama pad sections, mm. chapter sections and things like that there. So we can kind of say to them, look, this, this is what we're trying to do. Would you come and support it? Um, to mm. try and get running. Um, my aim, and I know this, people, yeah, people will laugh at this here, but like, I would love to try and get something similar, even though it's a lot, lot smaller scale, the mm. same as we have for the winter storm. The, the yeah. concert, the concert itself, as well enough established. Yeah. Um, so I like to try and do something on the Friday night, 
and on the Saturday morning, and maybe cutting everything, you know, whatever we're for doing, have it all done and dusted mm-hmm. two or three o'clock, and people want to get something to eat before the concert starts. There you go, and amalgamate all into the one day. Yeah, you know, Perfect. so we don't do nothing here on, on Sundays, which was, was a good thing. Considering mm. you get my dolls at half four, quarter to five on the, on the Sunday morning, you really don't need to be up at nine o'clock starting to listen to Pace and Drums again. No, no. <laughs> so, that's, oh, that's, that's it. A, I forget else Some plans work, some plans don't. You know, so we'll, we'll give it a go. If, it, if it's a goer, that's good. If it's not, well, then it's a lesson learned. And we'll just we'll, we'll think of something, some more way to try and help the youngsters. There you are, indeed. No, Gary, I'm absolutely a fan of that. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for Fred to come over in March next year. Oh, man. <laughs> That's going to be incredible. So, yeah, as soon as we know the full lineup, then you'll have to come back on the show again and tell us all the details. We'll, you'll get the exclusive like every year. I was no doubt about that there. But say we'll, we'll leave it to the All Ireland solos, or sorry, the World solos, mm. um, and see if any or the young ones do well. And, um, and then we'll say not be hard to put it together because there's about 95% of it sitting there ready to roll. Oh, 100%. I, I can't win. I'm looking forward to it now, Gary. Well, I have to say thanks so much for taking time out of your day for having a chat with us. And sure, I'll catch up with you again. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. All the best. Cheers. Bye-bye. There you are, folks. A date for your diary, no doubt. But the Kids With Cancer event happening next year. And... Oh, that's one for Fred Morrison fans. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Oh, awesome. And no doubt as we hear more details about future announcements of the lineup and everything, we'll definitely bring that to you. There you are. So shout out to Gary. Thank you for recording that with us, mate. And apologies, it took so long to release that. Uh, but hey, it's one of those things. We got caught up in all of our world's coverage at that point. But uh, hey. We're now past the World Championships, and uh, so there you are. That's details on the Kids with Cancer event. So we're catching up here, aren't we? We're catching up here. So, right, let's get into another bit of catch-up then. I have to say that following the World Championships, you guys know yourselves that that's pretty much the end of the competitive season as far as bands are concerned. Now, we are into what's affectionately known as transfer season, or some of us call it silly season. (laughs) Yeah, it's where a lot of moving and shaking happens in the piping scene. We've talked about this on the show before, uh, where a lot of people jump around and join different bands for a hundred million different reasons. Either, you know, for locations, for a challenge, or even if they just want to relax for a little bit for a season and decide to play down the grades. Anyway, there's a million different reasons why players jump around and change bands, but we're smack bang in the middle of it. This is transfer season. This is silly season, depending on what you want to call it. And, uh, yeah, I have to say our listener mail, our inbox, and our social media has been absolutely jam-packed with rumors. (laughs) Oh, I wish I had a quid for every rumor that we got. Uh, Yeah, I'd be quite a rich man at this point. Uh, But, uh, no, there's no monetary value there. Uh, But, yeah, rumors. Oh, there's so many. And, hey, if anything, it's good to see, because we've missed this. With COVID and everything being a thing over the past couple of years, and, uh, you know, that old pandemic that we've all experienced, well, yeah, the transfer season and that wasn't really a thing. Uh, But now, oh boy, is it back. And, uh, yeah, oh, the rumor machine is churning. Now, as I have, I don't know, I've said this on previous Rab shows, I've said it on Fuse before many times, Again, we're not going to report on rumour. 
We are only going to confirm stories with either the band or the actual player themselves once a transfer or a move has happened. As you heard earlier in the show, we were talking about Alistair McLaren and the new pipe major at Ottawa Henders. Things like that. Once we have confirmed statements from the bands and the players themselves that a move has happened, that's when we will report it. Now, yeah, I know that that will disappoint a lot of people because a lot of folks want me to talk about this band, that band, the other band. There's so many bands pushing to get back out again. And... Oh, there's so many bands people are contacting us about saying, Hey, Rab, did you hear about this band? That Hopefully they're pushing back out to get on the grass again. Oh, it'll be magic to see them again. Yes, it would absolutely be magic to see more bands on the grass again. And uh, yeah, we are absolutely a fan of that news. However, it doesn't become news until the band actually comes out with a statement or tells us, Hey, we're going to be hitting the circle next season. All right? So, just cool the jets. I know we all love a good chin wag and a good gossip. uh, But, uh, yeah, until those rumors get reported as actual news from the source, that's the only time that we'll talk about them here on The Rab Show. So, apologies. Who knows? We might actually have a topic of the week, which is just gossip. I think that'll be a good one right there. Uh, so I'll have to make a note of that. Uh, so, yeah, topic of the week, gossip. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. The piping world has been a wash with gossip and rumours. Oh, they're not talking to them. and oh, They all fell out and all these things aren't talking to them. And, and oh, There's so much of it at the moment. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's been missed from one aspect. You know, the, the people have missed all of this drama. Uh, but in another regard... It's it's good to see, because there is talk about so many bands now possibly getting back out on the circle again. And that can only be a good thing, in my opinion. So, there you go. The rumour machine is definitely turning, my friend. And uh, I take it as a positive sign. There you go. But uh, it could also be seen as a negative. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> you can draw your own conclusions on that one. Alright. Since how we're catching up, uh, we've had a few... Uh, Alright, more than a few. We've had quite a bit of hate mail this last while uh, it seems to be the trolls and the haters out there are very strong at the moment and we've come out with some you know strong opinions on certain topics i guess especially around our world championships and the piping live festival things like that and yeah there was some hate mail received and more than usual <laughs> i have to say uh, so yeah it has been promised it's been in the works now for a while uh, we've been saving all of our hate mail and uh, we do hope to produce another episode of Hater Mail. Now, for those of you who didn't listen to that previous podcast where we did delve into our Hater Mail, uh, and yeah, we let it all see the light of day. And uh, if anything, that's still one of our most popular episodes. So yeah, strap yourselves in. Hate Mail Part 2 may well uh, see the light of day very soon. Um, but yes, to anyone out there who did send us in Hate Mail and all of that sort of stuff... Uh, Thank you, I guess. Uh, But hi, that you felt so moved that you decided to call names and point fingers and all that sort of stuff. Uh, But hi, we are just a lowly podcasting team. We do what we can to cover the piping world as best we can. And if the best we can is not good enough, then so be it. Um, But um, we can only try. 
so, mm, yeah, we'll get into hate mail, I suppose, in a future episode. So that's catching up. Uh, so for those of you out there who did send in hate mail and perhaps you didn't get a response from us, then strap yourselves in because that episode's coming and you're about to get a response from us to your hate mail. <clears throat> all i'll say on that front but it's being prepared we're working on it all right okay talking of uh yeah catching up and everything yeah this is episode 297 that you're listening right now so we're only a few episodes away from episode 300 300 episodes Woo! which is nuts in my opinion um honestly from episode one if you had told me that we would have been sitting here at 300 episodes Never missing a single week, then I would have I would have looked at you and said, "Nah, no, 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 no." But three hundred episodes—that's insane. It's quite a huge landmark for ourselves in the Rab Show team. It's been quite a wealth of work over the years, and uh, yeah, it's been quite a labor of love, and one of which that we're very proud of. Uh, so, episode three hundred fast approaching. Uh, so I have to put the word out that if any of you out there have any uh, words of wisdom that you'd like to share with us, if you want to send us in a voicemail uh, to feature on our 300th episode, then please do send it in to us. Uh, you do have a little bit of time before we do record that episode. So yeah, get that into us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Uh, all you have to do is just record a little voice note on your cell phone or wherever. And uh, yeah, email it into us and that MP3 of your voice will hit our 300th episode. Now, but we can give it to us warts and all. It could be something positive or you could say that that's been 300 episodes of trash and you've hated every bit of it. Uh, but either way, we'd love to know your opinions and thoughts and feelings on 300 episodes of the Rab Show pod. Uh, so yeah, get your voicemails into us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. There you are. And yeah, 300. There you are, boy. I, I honestly didn't think we would hit 300 episodes, but there you go. There you are. All right, moving on. Uh, we, uh, we've been getting a few questions, of course. Since the world's closed its doors, will there be a Big Rab Show Awards this year? Yes, to answer your question. Yes, absolutely. There will be a Big Rab Show Award. Rab Show Awards! Yeah, and uh, we will talk about that in future episodes. That's around the corner, actually. Uh, so, yeah, the Rab Show team are all furiously working behind the scenes at the moment and the categories and everything and how to get the voting and all put together and updating the website and the graphics. And there's a lot that goes into it. Rab Show Awards every year is a serious amount of work. Um, you might not believe us, but, yeah, serious amount of work involved in the Rab Show Awards each year. And uh, so, yeah, we are bracing ourselves for that. Um <clears throat> We'll get to that. So there you go. Big Rab Show Awards is happening. It will be in the future. So perhaps give some thought as to who you might nominate for Beard of the Year or Coolest Bass Drum or Best Flourishing or Drum Major of the Year, even the Rab Show Legend Award or, yeah, plenty of categories for you to get your teeth into. So perhaps give it some thought. You know, who do you think could be in there? As uh, you know, best live act or best new product or idea, and hmm, there's a lot to consider. So yeah, Rab Show Awards are happening, and they will be happening very soon in the coming weeks. So uh, yeah, keep across that, of course, on our socials, and we'll be chatting about it here in the podcast as well as we'll be launching the Big Rab Show Awards in the near future. There you are. 
All right. Well, speaking of the future and all the rest, uh, well, ourselves in the Rab Show, as you guys know, we are a team of people who tirelessly put every episode together for you guys, and uh, we are definitely open to suggestions for any possible topics. Yeah, now we do normally open the doors on our Patreon, where we do encourage people on Patreon there to suggest topics of the week and all that sort of stuff. But we're throwing the door open wide to everyone now at this point, uh, because it's been quite a hectic year. 2022 has been a year of rebuilding our piping scene. And we've got a lot of ground to cover in reviewing all of that. The success of it, the maybe not success of it, I suppose, um, has it been... A year that we expected. Uh, Do you think that 2023 is now shaping up to be the season we all hoped it will be? Or was 2022 where it's at? Um, Don't know. There's a lot to delve into over this past year. And also looking into 2023 of what we expect. So is there anything in particular in that regard that you guys would like to hear on the podcast? We are definitely throwing the door open for any suggestions for future topics of the weeks or even if there's any interviews or people that you would love to hear from. Like we suggested earlier in the podcast about talking to event organizers and all the work that goes in with all of that. Uh, Yeah, that's definitely a topic that I think we're going to approach in a future podcast. There's so much that we can get into before the season kicks off good and proper next year in May. Uh, So there's a lot of ground to cover and we're throwing the door open yeah if there's anything you'd like us to talk about then please do get in contact with us bigrabshow at gmail.com now as always i know i say this with every podcast but that door is always open you know i am mentioning it this week on purpose because yeah we do have an open plan right now from january all the way through to may uh, our books are open uh, so uh, yeah if there's a possible interview topic or anything discussion that doesn't even matter if you think it's controversial. We'll still talk about it. <laughs> so, yeah, we do have a fully open plan. If you do want to have any particular topic discussed here on the pod, well, as I said at the beginning, we are the show for the bagpiping folk. And if the bagpiping folk aren't getting involved, then we have no show. So please do get involved. If there is anything that you think that you would love to listen to, hear debated or talked about or discussed, please do get in contact with us. Bigrabshow at gmail.com. Those contacts really are the lifeblood of the show. Uh, we love to reflect our piping world. And if the piping world doesn't get involved, then we have no show, as I've said already. So there you are. Do consider sending us any topic suggestions or thoughts, feelings, anything at all. BigRabShow at gmail.com. There you are. Alrighty. I think that's pretty much us caught up this week. Yeah. Now, I did promise you a Big Rab Show live at Piping Live, didn't I? And, uh, yeah, I suppose it's only fair. That'll be next week's episode. All right? <laughs> what a way to announcement. Yeah, so next week we will have uh, the Big Rab Show podcast recorded live at Pipe and Live. What an experience that was. One of which I'm sure all of us in the Rab Show team will never forget. That was simply incredible. Uh, so Big Rab Show live at Pipe and Live. What an experience. And that will be presented as next week's episode. So there you are. If you're wanting to get caught up on everything that happened at Pipe and Live uh, and you haven't heard or seen what happened then back in August, then that's next week's pod for you. There you are. Okay. Well, folks, that's pretty much it for this week's Big Rab Show podcast. As I've said, I know there's a load of stuff that we've probably neglected to mention. 
or plug or talk about. There's bound to be so much that we've left on the cutting room floor, so apologies. Uh, we do know that we are playing catch-up now, following our World Championships and all of it that happened in August. It's just been a bit of a crazy time for all of us in the Rab Show team. We've done our best to try and capture everything here, but I know full and well that we haven't. Uh, so uh, we can only do our best, I guess. We're going to get even more hitter mail. <laughs> BigRabShow at gmail.com. All right. <laughs> That's it. Thank you all for downloading this week and each and every week. I have to say, uh, we've noticed quite a huge bump in our numbers uh, since the start of August. And a a massive thank you to everyone who's been sharing our show out there, telling folks about our wee show and telling them about yeah what we do here. We talk about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. Yeah, so if we've talked about anything that you've enjoyed this week or any other week, then get in contact with us and all that good stuff. And we will see you on Fuse next week, of course, for another two hours of bagpiping goodness over there, live on Fuse. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back here in the pod next week with Rab Show Live at Piping Life. <laughs> it's been good to be back in this chair again. Not going to lie. It's been fun uh, having the mic back on again. Back in my garage. Oh, it's good to be back. Uh, right, I'll see you all next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>